What is up, everyone? I am Joe DeHoyos. I am the host of Beyond the Woodline. Um, before I introduce my guests, I just want to say to you guys, uh, you guys have any strange encounters or strange experiences, whether it be UFOs, paranormal, cryptids, man, let me know if you want to come on the show. I'd love to have you on. Uh, if you just want to tell me your story, uh, you can contact me on Facebook, you know, Facebook Messenger, or just send me an email, which is at the bottom of the screen. Woodline at gmail.com and uh, if anyone's interested in seeing some of these shows after the fact, they're available on YouTube, go check it out, go check out the channel like and subscribe, it helps me out a lot uh, and tomorrow night I'm going to have Big Dog Mendoza on the show he's going to be a guest co-host so if you guys want to check him out cool guy uh, one of the best guys in the Bigfoot field if you ask me but tonight I can have with me uh Jason Walker and Rosie Page. Um, how you guys doing? Good. How are Hello, you? Ma'am. Doing great, guys. Uh, Never seen you in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 man, it's been a while since I had you on. It was. It was. Uh, and I, if I remember correctly, you were like a last-minute fill-in for somebody that. Counted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Shannon's like, let me get a hold of her. So I think Shannon got a hold of you. And, uh, I actually had Shannon on the show like two nights ago. Yeah, I haven't talked to her in a while either. Yeah, yeah, she's no longer part of the show, but we're still friends and stuff. And it was like yeah. people were always asking, "What happened between you guys?" I'm like, nothing happened. You know? <laughs> <laughs> life happened. Life happened. Yeah, life happens. So it gets in the way, you know. Believe it or not, it's not always drama, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, man. We were. Uh, yeah, she was. It was good to have her back on the show, man. It's really cool. It's just good to have you guys back on. Good to have you back on. We have Jason on. Uh, just to start off, man. Uh, tell me a little bit about the Night Terror Collective, if you guys don't mind. Right, yeah, Jason. sure, man. Well, yeah, uh, we're uh, <laughs> uh, we're uh, a paranormal team out of the Fort Smith, Arkansas area. Um, we both live actually in eastern Oklahoma, um, but uh, we're on the border right there, Oklahoma and Arkansas. And then, uh, man, it's a uh, it's a crazy it's a crazy area for, uh, all things paranormal, uh, really. So, uh, you know, w- with, uh, you know, ghosts or, or even Bigfoot or UFOs, it's all, it's all right here. It's kind of like, uh, it's, it's kind of like a little mini spread out, I guess you would say like Skinwalker ranch area as far as, you know, activity goes. And then, uh, you know, we've been to together since, uh, 2000, what, 2018, I guess now. Right. So, uh, um, right there. Um, we've been doing it for a while. We've been, uh, we've been lucky enough to, to investigate some of the most haunted places around the, the country, not just our area. So, um, even though we do, uh, a lot of local stuff, but, uh, we're, we're pretty spread out and, uh, we have, uh, lots of experience in, in, in each individual, uh, you know, field is what I was mentioned about the, you know, the, the ghost and the Bigfoot and everything. So, uh, it uh, it definitely keeps us busy, and um, we're always doing we're always doing something. And we're trying to you know whether it's trying to do residential stuff, helping people, or going to more of the well known locations, and uh, and and you know doing what you see on TV, doing the same thing. So yeah, yeah, I was looking at where you guys were at exactly. Um, like I said, I'm familiar with the area kind. Of, I've never been there, but uh, I've been to, to Arkansas a few times. I actually have friends that live in northern Arkansas. Yeah. I've also been to Falk, um, Arkansas. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the home of the legend of the Boggy Creek. You know, right. I've, I've been there, and I actually got a chance to go into the Crabtree property. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Crabtree family. They were part of the family that was involved with that whole movie, The Legend of Boggy Creek, and the Ford family, mm. the Crabtree family. Uh, Keith Crabtree is, is actually the guy that played the Bigfoot in. Uh, in that movie, I don't know if you remember the scene where the kid with a shotgun shoots him. You know, it's, uh, you know, he's in the woods and Bigfoot's in the woods. And anyway, that's Keith Crabtree, and he's a big dude. He's a big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a pretty cool guy, man. And uh, yeah, so I got the chance to go on Joe's Crabtree property, and uh, right after that, they sold it. So I was one of the last. Oh, you know, well, that's good. You got to go on there first <laughs> before they sold it. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my, uh, it's it's one of the meccas, you know, Falk is one of the meccas of the big 
Right. Have you yeah, down had- in uh, southern Arkansas, I guess that, that that's where that's at. Not too far from us. Yeah, yeah, and it's just right across the border, really, from Texas. Yeah. Right, and I think I think they made that. Uh, I believe they made that movie in the seventies. I think. Yeah, like seventy four, seventy five, I think something like that. Yeah, the early seventies. Um, you know, before we go on, I got a real, real, really cool story. I had a about three or four years ago. My sister was like, "Hey, you need to check out Becky uh, on Facebook." One of our friends that we grew up with. She goes, "You need to check out her posts," and I was like, "I went and I read it." And it was about her mom who had recently had a stroke, a, a massive stroke, and she couldn't talk, she couldn't really walk. But she saw a Bigfoot show come on TV, and she started just talking about Bigfoot, you know, going on and on about Bigfoot. Even though they really couldn't understand her, they, they were they were glad that she was excited about it, and she was able to talk a little bit, and she was trying to really talk. But they got out of her that when she was a child, uh, that a Bigfoot would come out of, of the creek and come up to their house and look at their windows and stuff. And her and like Becky and her brother Thomas, they never knew this. They never heard this story before. So uh, I asked him, I said, man, where's your mom from? She's from freaking Falk. Yeah. Yes, she yeah. And they, and they <laughs> yeah. And she said they would call it, uh, that it would come out of uh, Muddy Boggy Creek is what they called it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Is she a native American? Um, no. Mm-hmm. No, no, but I thought it was a pretty cool story, you know. That, and I said, well, when you know what, when your mom has a good day, you need to really sit her down and talk to her. But she wound up dying shortly after, you know. She was, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty cool story, and I think it, it goes to show that there's a lot of people out there with experiences and encounters, yeah. You know that just never talked about it for whatever reason, you know. But uh, yeah, so uh, have you guys had any encounters with any cryptids? Uh, well, that's uh, uh, I was yeah. You didn't yeah, tell about the say photos that. from Haunted Hill House that you got. The photos out in the back behind the Haunted Hill House. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, we were at the the Haunted Hill House in Mineral Wells, Texas, and then uh, we were we were doing an investigation there. I was snapping some pictures uh, on the property outside of the house and in, in the woods, and um. I was going through them. There's a picture that I came across this little, uh, uh, some sort of little creature looking thing. It wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a Bigfoot, but, uh, it, it was, it was something. I mean, you can't, you can make it out the, the features of it a little bit, but you can't really tell, um, what it is. Like the a creature is really kind of the only way I can explain it. Um, it is more, it was more alien like, I guess, but, um, um, that area right there has, uh, you know, activity of all kinds of uh, things, including, you know, cryptids to uh, people claim demonic uh, stuff there. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I actually went there, I guess, in 2019. The Honey yeah. House. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, yeah you're right. It, it, it's one of those areas, for whatever reason, attracts, seems like it attracts everything. Right. Yeah, it was, uh, if you remember right then, it was outside the house looking to the lot to the right where there's no, uh, there's no houses or anything like that, but there's a little bit of woods right there and it goes in kind of open area. And, uh, it was just like, uh, I caught something. It was trying to like, it was like peeking up at saying, trying to see what we were doing. Like everybody, uh, it was curious, but, uh, you know, you can't really, you can't really make out what it was, but, uh, it's for sure something. And, um, uh, I'll see if I can't have that, and I'll, I'll send it to you so you can see what I'm talking about. But uh, it's interesting. Yeah, and I have um, some photos of what looks like a ghost dog, for sure. And then um, I had some photos. I don't know where they're at. I could find them. Um, what is it? Is it called Gates of Hell or Hell's yeah. Gates? At the Gates, Gates of, Hell. of Hell, I had some photos, and it looked like there was some kind of cryptid in them. And I would say it looked like a gargoyle to me. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like a it gargoyle, was, uh, or like a watcher, a guardian. I don't know, but like a gargoyle there, and that area is known for um, occult activity and rituals and witchcraft circles and witchcraft being done there. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like you said, that uh, kind of like an alien, you know. Have, have you guys seen that show, uh, Two Face the Gray, on Amazon? What is it called? No. It's called, it's called Two Face the, the Gray. Uh-uh. It's on no. Amazon Prime. And you guys need to check that out. It's about a paranormal team that went out on an investigation and they thought they caught like a full body apparition. Because uh, you can see it looking through the doorway and it'll come back like that, right? And when they were showing this video, people were like, dude, that's great. That's an alien, you know? It turns mm-hmm. out they got a, it's a very good possibility that these guys caught a gray on film because uh, after that happened, uh, government entities started coming down on them. The men in black started coming down on them. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a whole oh, wow. documentary. Yeah, it's a whole documentary, and like I said, they they made this this documentary thinking they were talking about a paranormal. Uh, yeah, or spiritual or spirits. And it's a very very good possibility these guys caught a great. Uh, they even were told. I don't remember. They were, it was a phone call, or one of the men in black came up to them and told them, uh, "You guys aren't showing this film. You're not showing this film." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and, oh wow. Yeah, it's it, it's very good. Very good. and they. They did a documentary on that, of course. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool story. Yeah, I want to check that out. Yeah, I, yeah, me too. I have, I, I have Prime. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah. Um, so we do, you know, going back to the, like more of the cryptid thing too, is that uh, we we do have a Bigfoot investigation that's ongoing that we haven't gotten back to, and it's been over uh, what a year and a half, something like that. To uh, I'm not exactly sure, but. Uh, um, you know, in this area, it gets really, really, really hot in the summertime. So I would think that, uh, you know, doing an investigation like that outside and out in the woods and everything, I would want to do it in the more of the winter. But uh, no, um, the fall, the fall. Yeah, fall, fall, winter time, but definitely not the you summertime don't like around here. Summer, but I don't like as much the winter. So fall would be like <laughs> <between> for us. <laughs> Yeah, so we we really need to get back into that. Uh, we have a, a witness that you know that saw this saw this thing uh, crossing the road, and uh, uh, she took us to the area and everything where everything happened at. And uh, uh, we need to go back up there and and get back we into never that. Never interviewed one, so. the people that lived near there either. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I think October, November is a good time down here. Uh, that's actually when I think uh, you start hearing a lot more activity with bulls and tree knocks and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what uh, around. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I would just assume they're more, you know, they're they're like us too. They don't want to get up and move around more, and and when it's a hundred some degrees outside either, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 Probably <laughs> since they're covered in hair. Yeah, well, right. Ticks every damn where. Yeah. Ticks. Yeah, I can just ticks. Mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand ticks, man. I hate ticks so bad. I hate mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get bit by one. Yeah. I get bit by a mosquito. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. They both carry different kinds of diseases with them, you know. So. Uh, you know, the tick fever can kill you, and then, you know, West Nile virus can kill you, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually got a neighbor. She's uh, down here in Houston. It's part of Harris County. Uh, she works for Harris County, she, so she keeps me updated on where the West Nile virus is at. Where at. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's, yeah, that's good were, to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, she already uh, found some traps with West Nile down there. Yeah, I was Oh wow! And she's like an expert on owls. So anytime oh, cool. I get owls, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So anytime I get like a weird recording, I, I like to let her see it. Hey man, think about this. Yeah. She tell me, oh, this is, that's this type of owl, or that's this type of owl. Owls make some crazy sounds. So. Yeah. 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 They, 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 they definitely do. Yeah. Um. We we see them around here, um, but um, you know we've never. Well, I've never, I don't know about you, Rosie, but I've never had any kind of weird encounters with owls, but uh, I know I they, <laughs> they can be, yeah. In I know a lot of people can link them. Uh, in a I barn. was raised on a farm, and my dad lived on a farm, and I lived out there with him, and there was an owl that would stay in the barn there, and um, I didn't know it was in there. 
in the barn and we had stuff stored in the barn uh like some of my daughter's bigger toys and stuff you know like how you buy those play kitchens and stuff and you buy like barbie cars and big big kid toys and you want to keep them somewhere where they're not going to get stolen or rained on and so we put them in the barn and i did not know what i was looking at it was sort of dark and and it was an owl and it scared the crap out of me (laughs) wow I know a lot of uh, I know a lot of people will link them with uh, you know paranormal encounters. So I mean, I know they have a link to that, and they're, and they're creepy. They can turn their head all the way around. That's weird. But, <laughs> yeah, they're actually linked to uh, UFO activity also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so last year, October, November, I had some uh, strange activities happening, and man, I was hearing the owls all over the place. Yeah. I, oh, that's, wow. that's how I found out. Yeah, they definitely don't gather around, and they try to avoid, you know, people. So that's that's weird. Yeah, and I got pictures of the suckers. Yeah. Huh. I think if you can learn to um, communicate with animals, then you can, you could probably come closer to finding out if you know Bigfoot was in an area or not. If you could learn the the noises and the sounds and the alerts and the behaviors of animals in an area, if it's known or said to be, you know, like a a Bigfoot area, I bet you could come closer to trying to figure out when to go look for Bigfoot or when you're going to have an encounter of Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've got some pretty good hot spots here in uh, the Sam Houston Forest, which is about an hour north of Houston. And uh, there's a couple of spots where I've known people who've had uh, encounters there. So that's a couple of my hot spots. I like like to go and set out reporters. We get some pretty good recordings, you know. Nothing really definitive. But also, we we found definite footprints and impressions on the ground. I mean, mm. solid, solid footprints, you know, like unmistakable yeah. ones. They're toes and heels and arches and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we have found prints uh, in one area, uh, I think down to three inches and as high as 19 inches, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that area, that's where my friend Walter, but that's how I met him. That's where he had his encounter. It was the one he saw was nine and a half feet tall, which is very rare for here down here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Like in yeah, a so, wooded area. Yeah, it's a very wooded area. It's, it was down a dark road. It's a crazy story, and I actually think that he ran into somebody who uh, a suspicious character would just say that because he. Met him out there in the middle of the damn throat, pulled over doing the paranormal stuff. And they were like, he's like, hey, you guys want to go see Bigfoot? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. yeah. So we took him to this freaking area, man. Yeah. Took him to oh, this wow. area. And, uh, they were like, this dude, this dude used something. He was up to something. And one was scaring the shit out of the whole group. And, and, <laughs> they, never, and they never saw the guy again. Yeah. It's a really crazy story. You know what's even crazier? Uh, they had the recorders going. And the guy was talking, and it never picked up his voice. I was just going to ask oh. if he vanished and no one ever saw him again. No maybe he wasn't him. real. Maybe he wasn't a person. Yeah, maybe. It's a very good possibility. Because he said when they left, they hauled ass out of that area. And they said, we don't even know where he went. He was gone. But, oh, wow. they, but they said, he wasn't scared. He, said he was just sitting down there nonchalantly, you know, nonchalantly like nothing was going on. Meanwhile, they're getting screamed at, stuff thrown at them, and Mm-hmm. Walter was, I don't know, maybe 20 feet away from that nine and a half foot one, and the guy didn't even care. So, yeah. I think I think he was. Yeah. Kind of, you know, I'll show you guys. You guys want to see? Right. Yeah, maybe he was like a, a woodland spirit or a spirit of those woods. So, he drove an old pickup truck, you know, maybe. Hmm. But I think he. That was is like, very weird. Yeah, I, I, I personally think he was part of a. Uh, of another entity, let's just say that. 
Yeah. Wow, that's that is. Well, there's that, always I mean, been reports of ghost vehicles too. So I mean, like ghost drivers, ghost vehicles. <laughs> Why not? That could have been all basically like a mirage sort of. Yeah, but uh, he had activity, uh, certain phone calls afterwards. So we don't think, you know, that guy was. We think he was a real person. Uh, you know, I don't want to get too involved in that stuff on my show. Yeah. show you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no criminal yeah. activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm I'm really cool with the fact that for whatever reason, like the government doesn't want us to know about this stuff. It's like I'm I used to be like 100 percent against it. Like, man, you need to come out and tell us or whatever. You need to let us know. You need to tell us what you know. But in all honesty, and people laugh, but the way we acted with toilet paper, I'm like, I don't blame. Oh God, people. no. Yeah. You know, we're keeping shit from us. Look how we acted with that, you know? Perfect example. We one, act crazy like wild animals. Yeah. So, you know, I guess, you know, humanity deserves it to an extent, dude, for the government to shut up about certain stuff. But, you know, look how we act. But, um, yeah, I think it's more. Uh, I think it's more accepted, though, honestly. Now, but as far as like the the belief that there are, you know, aliens or 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 even you know whatever cryptids, but uh, I think uh, with everything coming out uh, more mainstream, um, that that's definitely helping the situation. Um, but at the same time, it just makes more people uh, more curious about you know, like like you're kind of saying is. If you're if you're letting this out a little at a time, once you just open the whole thing up, you know. But I see what you're saying about the toilet paper, though. I get it. Huh. Yeah, yeah well, you know, like with the Tic Tac video and and then the gimbal videos, it's, it's right. very grainy, you know, and you really really can't tell too much by it. But at the same time, it's like at least they're opening up to us and showing us something, you know. Because I'm willing to bet they've got better pictures than that. Oh yeah. Have you guys had any experiences with UFOs? Have you guys seen any? Well, um, I've seen, I, I seen a pair of, of UFOs when I was a teenager. Um, it was kind of in the same area of all the stuff we've been talking about. Um, I was at this place called uh, Cherokee Landing. It's just outside of South Oklahoma. And then uh, and I saw two of them like they were um, – they they wasn't very big at all. They were like uh like beach ball size. You know, it wasn't uh it wasn't big UFOs, but uh it's almost like they were just like playing tag with each other above a tree line. And they were just uh they were just, they were just out playing. They didn't even notice me or if they did they didn't care. But uh um that's the only thing I'd describe as UFOs. I mean I didn't know what it was, but uh it was two balls of light. They were just zigzagging, they'd touch each other and run away and touch each other and run away. They were just Playing, playing, just playing around, and it's like two kids, and it's what it just reminded me of. And then, uh, um, they wasn't uh, doing anything weird or nothing, just like they're just playing, and like their parents were somewhere else. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, and that was in the wooded area. Yeah, it was a. It was a there's this lake, and um, all around the lake is is woods, and then there's a place you can park by the boat dock and the boat ramp and everything is kind of open right there and you can just see the tree lines uh, around the whole lake and they were just they were just dancing around the tree line and I don't almost make you think it was something elemental or something, something supernatural I mean you, you know you saw it I, I mean it could it could have been I mean um, always always thought there were more uh, UFOs I mean it could have been it could have been something kind of what you're describing but uh um, you know, I, it wasn't like a classic saucer or nothing like that. So, I mean, but I always, I always chopped it up to be in UFOs because, I mean, they were, I don't know, they were in the air and they were, you know, flying around. But like you said, it could have been, it could have been something um, to that nature, too. What do you think about that, Rosie? I was just thinking about a conversation that I had recently with uh, someone that lives near us. Um, and if we live right on the border of Fort Smith, Arkansas. And there are multiple uh, different mass sightings in that area of Fort Smith, Arkansas, um, near the Fort Chaffee base and the airport in the 50s and maybe even on into the 60s. There are multiple um, reports 
uh, articles. If you look up sightings in Fort Smith, Arkansas, like UFO sightings, you can find different articles. And uh, a guy was telling me that during the 50s that he saw some UFOs and that it wasn't only him that reported that multiple people reported them. And it was 1956, he said, over the airport in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And then in around that same time, not too far from there, there's a military base. It's an army base called Fort Chaffee. And in that uh, close time frame, also there were sightings there of UFO activity. And supposedly, I'm not sure, I think that was the time that Elvis was stationed there. Yeah, he was He was right there at that same time, yeah? I think so, yeah. Elvis Presley was there. Yeah, that's where he got processed and he went in the military right there for Chaffee. And uh, the big famous pictures and video and everything where they're cutting his hair mm-hmm. and stuff in the military, that's where that was. and. And the area, they, you know, they always say, like, Elvis isn't really dead or Elvis. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard different things about him in relation to, like, UFOs and him coming back and him being an alien and him not really being dead. And that's kind of funny. I don't know if it's, you know, based off of that or not. But, yeah, he had been in Fort Smith, Arkansas around the time of some of the UFO and alien or uh, flying saucer sightings. Yeah, I didn't even know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of history around this area with Elvis. So I haven't, to my course. knowledge, though, myself seen the UFO that I know of. But I've always been extremely more obsessed with aliens than any other cryptid or any other spiritual thing. I've always been all through, you know, like high school and stuff. Really, just wanting to see aliens, wanting to experience, wanting to, you know encounter aliens <laughs> where does that come from i don't know <laughs> there's no one else in my family that's like that i guess i was like really the weirdest one in my family and i just had a curiosity i'd always been spiritual and my mom always provided different things for me to learn from like tarot cards and palm reading books and stuff like that but i guess i felt like Maybe I felt like I was an alien because I grew up in a small town and was kind of alienated a little bit for a little while from some people because I was different. So maybe I felt like and identified as an alien myself and really thought, you know, that there has to be other life out there. There's got to be, I mean, there's just way too much space. That'd be a waste of all of that space to not have another race out there or another being. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jason? What got you involved with all this? Yeah, you know, it's, um, as far as far as um, just specifically aliens and stuff. That, of course, seeing that you know this uh, two uh, UFOs is what I call them, but I never really thought about um, you know calling them any kind of elementals or anything like like that. Like what you did. So I mean, I mean, you could be onto something there. It could have been, it could have been something to that to that effect. I, I don't know, but. Um, um, then, then, you know, as far as just interest in the paranormal in general is, you know, you have encounters when you're younger and then things you really can't explain. You chop up to, you know, being a kid, but looking back on, on things, um, you know, you kind of realize that there's something more to what you're seeing and experiencing. And then, um, you know, paranormal, uh, becoming a little more mainstream because of some of the, you know, the shows over the years, um, that brought it to light, you know, it's always been around obviously, but, uh, um, you know, you have, uh, you know, like people like Ed and Lorraine Warren or Hans Holzer, those kind of guys that did it, you know, uh, they're, they're more of the, the pioneers of the field, but, um, you know, even now, uh, their stuff's becoming, you know, more popular now than it, than it ever kind of was. And then, um, you know, you, you, you kind of contribute, um, everything to, to them, you know, but, uh, it kind of helps you bring, uh, bring your experiences on the light and be able to talk about it more in the open, like, like we are, and then wanting to, to know, uh, where those things come from and how are they there and, you know, what's going on as far as, you know, you, you die and what's after that. And then, uh, I think there's so much evidence to prove that there are, uh, there are more things to, to this life than, than we can ever imagine. So, uh, it's cool to, uh, be able to 
lean on some of those guys that came before us that doing the same thing. And then, uh, you know, people accept it more as us not being uh, crazy or kooky or anything like that, you know. <laughs> we probably are crazy. But... Maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think the X-Files contributed a lot for me. Like the show The X-Files contributed a, a great deal right. to me for um, opening up that, that space in your mind to just, you know, wonder and have questions about what, is really out there what is you know some strange things that go on that we get too busy and for a long time maybe we were just too busy not paying attention to them and then you know they started being brought to our our view on television and we were like oh you know yeah i've, I've had an experience like that or i've seen something like that or i've felt something like that before yeah you know uh you, you talked about like like open up your mind and you know, over the last couple of years, you know, I've really like ex expanded my my mind. I guess you could say. Uh, I used to just stick nothing but the Bigfoot thing, mm -hmm. and I started experimenting with so many. I don't want to experiment, but researching other subjects. You know, whether it be yeah. you know the UFOs, aliens, uh, even different cryptids for that matter. Uh, you know, paranormal and even tarot cards and portable cards. I got portable cards sitting behind me on this side over here. Crystal mm -hmm. and stuff like that, you know. So, yeah. So over the last two years, man, I'm a completely different person than I was, you know, when I started this journey. That's where I got the name Beyond the Woodline because, you know, coming from the big right. background. Yeah. It's a cool and, name too. A good name. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it makes you curious too. Yeah, and I, I just figured there was something more, you know, to it than just the big foot world. And, uh, yeah. So in saying all that. I've gotten into like dream stuff too. That um, is funny that you said that because today oh. I was thinking about, and I even made a post today and I said, has anyone ever had empathic dreams? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I've been having really weird, what I would call empathic dreams, but I don't want to interrupt what you were saying. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> well, um, so I've been, so part of this journey that I've been on, I've been like really, really like meditating a lot. And, um, I've been having some weird dreams, right? <laughs> you know, some strange dreams and stuff that just doesn't seem like dreams. Um, what do you guys think about that, about dreams that maybe aren't dreams that are, like you said, empathic dreams or maybe just uh, dreams with meaning behind it? What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think she's uh, she, she's definitely more the open uh, one on the dream state stuff. Um, I mean, I tell you, dude, I... I uh, uh, I just take sleep when I can get it, which is very rare. <laughs> I don't get a lot of sleep, but when I dream, I don't ever remember my dreams. So I mean, I'm sure I, I, I'm sure I do, but I'm sure I just don't I just don't remember them. But she uh, she has a lot more experience in that kind of thing, as far as kind of what yeah. you're talking about. I remember most of my dreams. It's real. It's really probably rare that I don't remember dreams, but. Usually when there are different moon cycles or different retrogrades, I have different kinds of dreams. But I, I think like recently I've been having very empathic dreams because I will literally have a dream and something from that dream will happen the next day, probably like for the last week. Or I'll have a dream about something and then I'll run into someone the next day and they'll be telling me a story and I'll be like, I just dreamed about that last night. That's crazy. I don't understand. <laughs> but like empathic dreams, I guess also when I say empathic dreams, it could be like uh, someone you know or someone you're friends with is uh, experiencing something and it's actually, you know, empathic means like you feel things that other people feel like you can you can have empathic dreams you can have empathic visions you can have empathic smell empathic um emotions empathic just different kinds of empathy or empathic gifts i think for some reason i have empathic dreams and like i can just see if something that someone's going doing or going through or maybe experiencing in a dream and this is actually kind of new to me I've had it happen in the past, but then it just kind of stopped. And then it like really literally happened the next day. Or wake up in the middle of the night and like know that you need to call somebody because you know that they, they're awake too or, or they're like hurt or they're like upset or they're afraid. And you just kind of like know to call them. 
that's kind of like empathic dreams. I don't think that all dreams are like that. Some of them could be you. Like, do you ever have a dream yourself where you kind of feel like you're doing astral projection? Yeah, yeah. You think? Because yeah. you said you've been meditating a lot? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've had dreams like that. Um, a lot of dreams like that, actually. Uh, especially over the last I don't know, eight, nine months. I've gotten really, really good at meditating. I used to mm -hmm. suck at it. And I used to, mm -hmm. like, uh, had a lot of trouble sleeping. So, Jason, I'm telling you, man, meditating helped me out a lot. With that. <laughs> and I'm, I'm serious. I used to. Man, I could not sleep. Three or four hours of sleep a night was what I was running on. Now I sleep pretty good because of meditation. But, yeah, I've had dreams where uh, that were just so vivid that just weren't dreams to me. That I feel like I've like, done like, the astral projection stuff, too. Have you tried, uh, like, burning sage? Yep. To sleep? To help you sleep? To help me sleep? No. But I, I like candles. Sometimes uh, certain... Just the smell of the candles. I don't buy anything in particular. If I like the smell, I'll buy it. Yeah. That helps me sleep, too. That kind or of um, one of those lamps that actually projects, like, uh, constellations and stuff and, like, moons and stars and things. And it's really light and sound, but you can barely, like, you know, like, like they, they usually sell them. It's like a projection that goes in your yard and it goes on your house. But you can actually buy them that are for your bedroom, too. And it actually projects constellations and stuff on your ceiling and your walls. No, I've never tried that. Um, really good sleep aid. <laughs> maybe I'll try that. But uh, like I said, I've been sleeping really good just by doing the meditation. Because I'll go to sleep mm -hmm. listening to a certain audio, you know, to help me meditate. And I'll crash yeah. out. And I'll have dreams. And, you know, crazy stuff. And I used to like never dream either. And even when I did, I didn't remember it. But uh, have, yeah, it's been pretty. Uh, man, the meditation helps me out a lot, and it helps me out day to day. Period. So yeah. Otherwise, I'd probably be in jail by now. <laughs> I was gonna say, does it help with stress and anxiety too? <laughs> it does, man. It yeah. does. Yeah. That's pretty good. Cool. That's really good. And, uh, yeah, and mine's uh, mine's not necessarily due because I, I can't sleep. Mine's just my schedule. I work sixteen hours a day during the week, so. Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, you know I get like four hours of sleep during during the day, but uh, you know on the weekend on Friday I'll crash if I don't have anything scheduled for us to do what we're doing or being somewhere or anything like that. But um, uh, yeah, it's just uh, during the week I don't know I just live on energy drinks and uh, motivation I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, man, shit, I've been there, man. I used to work at a job. We worked twelve hour days, seven days a week. It was killing oh, me. Oh my lord. It was killing me, you know. Yeah. yeah, it was a nice paycheck, you know, but yeah, killing me. Yeah, I used to do that too. I used to work with Jason graveyard shift, and then I'd get off work, come home, take my daughter to school, and then I'd go to school and have to sit in classes for three or four hours. And I was just like, oh <laughs> my gosh, I was a zombie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah uh, I think uh, you know when we were talking about the all the things, the paranormal and the cryptids and all that good stuff. But uh, I think it all, uh, the way I've always explained it is it all fits under the paranormal umbrella. It has its own uh, categories and, you know, everything's separated, but it's also all the same um, to me. And that's how, that's how I explain. I know, I know a lot of people have it separated where it's not part of, you know, you can't have Bigfoot and spirits coexist or anything like that. But I just think that's a little uh, out there. I think it's all together. I think, uh, I think that uh, the cryptids, uh, I think they they interact with with aliens in some way. I think um, I think that's true, um, you know. And I think that if if they're all together, then all you know, everything spiritual is all together uh, as well. So, yeah, I know a lot of people who think that. A lot of people who think you know everything is separate. I'm probably somebody who thinks everything is separate. And you know, it's my opinion, you know, but that's why we investigate and research to find right. out, you know, and one of the things that, that, that kind of gets on my nerves is like, you can't say that sometimes, or probably, otherwise you'll get into a fight with people on Facebook, you know, and it's like, man, can't we just, you know, have a nice, yeah, no. you know, disagreement? Every, yeah, right, everybody does it different, you know, yeah. Yeah, and even when it comes to investigating and researching, there's, you know, so many different 
you know, branches of how, you, how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> you know, everybody's right, you know. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, that's, that's, we're not right. Maybe nobody's right yet, and that's why we don't have the answers. <laughs> that's you know that's one thing when, um, about the Bigfoot field. You know, uh, people talk about their aliens. People talk they jump through portals. People say they're for, for, they're a paranormal entity. I'm like, can we just get this thing proven first before we start? Doing <laughs> you know, this yeah. figure out how to uh, yeah. how to discover them, how to find them. Right, you know, let's you know, let's do that first, yeah. and then we'll figure out what they do. Yeah. And that goes everything from the, you know, from the whoops to the wood knocks, you know, which is fine, yeah. and, you know. And and I've heard whoops, I heard wood knocks, but you know, everyone I talked to has never seen them do it. So, right, you know, and I and I I think they do it, but you know, let's 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 get them figured out before we start seeing what they can do and what they can't do, you know, what their abilities are. So, do you think? Do you think they should be? Do you think they should be killed, like hunted? No, no. I don't. I, I'm. I'm in the anti-kill group. I don't think they should be killed. Uh, it, you know, just like any. I, I like I said. I think they're a flesh and blood animal, and the only reason why I would ever shoot one is to protect myself. You know. Right. That's a, like, yeah. I, and I've heard of so many stories where they bluff charge people. So. I think just because they come up running on you doesn't mean they're going to kill you. Right. But I think if they were going to, you, you shooting them probably just going to, you know, make them mad anyway. But, yeah. uh, uh, but I was just curious about that because in, in Oklahoma this past year, they passed a, a, the, the hunting license for Bigfoot. Like the, there was like a reward if you were to bring one in. Uh, I want to say it was like 25 grand, but uh, they, they made it, they made it where you can get a Bigfoot hunting license, and it's a real thing. Like you really can't do it in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's it's weird. So it just kind of leaves you on the uh, the fence as far as like, you know, you got a bunch of weirdos, crazy people out in the woods running around with guns trying to shoot these things. Uh, you know, it does say that it's like it does say dead or alive. So I mean, it doesn't. You know, it's just your opinion on if you want to go out and try to kill one or if you want to try to bring one in to study. You know. I don't think you're bringing one in alive. You know? I don't think so either. <laughs> I think it just makes for a lot of ridiculous, like, Cletus, get your boots on. Let's go. Right, yeah. Bigfoot hunting because we're bored <laughs> and drunk. That's not going to ever turn out good. <laughs> uh, and, right. And, and unfortunately, all, all it takes is one stupid guy with a gun. Yes. Know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they could even just see an animal or someone in a, in a camouflage outfit or a ghillie suit and shoot yeah. them. Thinking that they're Bigfoot or yeah, tranquilize right. them. Hopefully they would tranquilize instead of shoot, but I don't think so in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Texas. yeah, I know we I know we haven't really <laughs> talked about that much. Uh we haven't really talked about that much anywhere, but uh yeah, that's a real thing. They do have a Bigfoot hunting license. Uh, I think it was just more of a way for the state to to make money off of yeah, I you know, people trying to be crazy hunting, like literally hunting. Yeah, don't support that, especially yeah, I don't either, so. educated people that I know in these areas. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever think, hear of psychics seeing Bigfoot, Joe? Like, have you ever talked to or interviewed I, any psychics that claim yeah. to see Bigfoot? Yeah, I've talked to a lady, and she told me that. Uh, uh, she she's seen Bigfoot and uh, she's seen where they were at. I tried to get her to tell me where they were at. She would tell me where, you know, because mm. it was here in Texas. And I said I want to go see the sucker, you know, but she wouldn't yeah. tell me. Um, I have a woman. Uh, I have a woman. I have a friend of mine. She uh, she's uh, a remote viewer, and uh, mm -hmm. she's you know like remote viewed certain areas and. Uh, you know, some she comes up with nothing, and some she's come up with. You know, we're saying that she's seen them and that she knows that they're there. And, mm -hmm. um, I told her about the area where my friend Walter had his encounter, which is one of the areas that I go research. And uh, she told me, "Oh, yeah, yeah, they're there. They're definitely there." Mm. You know? Awesome. And, 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 yeah, and I didn't tell her about that area, you know, prior. So yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I think sometimes psychics are are more tuned to that kind of stuff. And, you know, here I am saying that Bigfoot's a flesh and blood creature, right? Now I'm going to tell you that I think Bigfoot is also more in tune to people who have psychic gifts too. So, you know. I think so too. I always have thought that Bigfoot 
would be uh, um, like a, a like an enlightened or an ascended different kind of being or, or you know like an extraterrestrial type of being maybe not so much like an alien or like a gray or whatever you want to call them maybe not like that and and such but like just like on a different vibrational level than we are yeah and but i also think that maybe there's a lot that they're a lot like us in the sense that maybe some have a better are better in tune than some of us are you know than some. yeah or maybe there's baby ones that aren't as maybe like baby ones are different or levels of ones because they're different ages and they have to learn is that what you mean well yeah or, or, or saying just like us period you know you're probably way more superior being an empath than I am you know um, yeah kind of like that Yeah, I, I think so too because I think there are nice ones and I think there are mean ones and I don't think they're necessarily the friendly forest people but I don't think they're Man eaters, either you know, killing machines. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, I tell you one thing: they're they're not stupid. I mean, I mean, obviously they're not, or we'd we'd have them by now if they were, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they uh, got, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say they got to be extremely smart. Uh, they really do. Um, or invisible. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. And they're just, you know, they're they're the ninjas of the woods, man. I mean, I don't know. They're we can't. I don't. There's no way, like, just people like us can go out and and do what they do and not be detected. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, even the best, you know, hunters and survivalists, you know, probably can't do what they do. You know. Um, yeah. You know, you know, like what I was gonna say is, people, you know, they see dolphins and they relate them as these friendly, fun-loving animals, but they attack people too. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Attack, you know, so I, I don't. Think yeah, I, that they're definitely. Can you, can you really? Can you really imagine it? Though? I mean, I'm 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 six three, so I, I would imagine if I saw something that was nine nine ten foot tall, I don't think I'd want to get close. <laughs> you know, that that's. I mean, uh, something like that could. I mean, you could toss me around like I was nothing, and I'm I'm not a little person, so. Yeah, um, I think it would depend. It would depend on the circumstance yeah. all the way around. <laughs> yeah, you know, my uh, my friend Aaron, who had an encounter here in the Big Thicket, which is to the which is in East Texas, a heavily wooded area. He's six four, and he said he came up just to above its elbow. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, yes. That's crazy. I mean, it'd be really cool. Obviously, we, we want to see one and we want to observe it, but I don't think I'd want to get so close. And he's um, how tall, your friend? <laughs> Jesus. Six four, and he said, he said, I just barely came up to above his elbow. Yeah. yeah. He, he got pretty close to it, and he said this thing was not happy that he was out there. I wouldn't imagine. But, you know, if it, yeah. if it wanted to kill him, if it wanted to take him, it's probably nothing he could, do, he could have done about it, you know, so... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing you could do. <laughs> and that's what I said. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said about about shooting them, man. It's like if you shoot one of those things, they're so massive and strong and stuff. It probably like it just piss them off. It ain't gonna. It's not gonna you know affect them much. You wouldn't think. You know, it just you're pretty much done at that point. <laughs> you know. Unless you got a very, very high caliber uh, firearm, you're very close. Man, it'd have to be, yeah, it'd have to be something. I mean, just think, you're you're not going to outrun something that's not so tall, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. these things chase down deer, you know, you're not going to. You yeah. have to have like a belt fed, a belt fed <laughs> ammo yeah. gun or something that so just keeps going. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's not like we're going to actually have a contest to find out which caliber is going to hurt Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> right. so. yeah. yeah, you know, and uh, like my friend Will, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Will Devling, but he had his encounter. He was a teenager, like almost 13, 15 years old, and he saw it, and he looked at him, and he said, you know, when he saw it, he wasn't happy that I was there. He, all he had was a twenty-two. He said, I'm just going to fire it in the air, and... Uh, you know, try to scare it away, and uh, he said he fired his rifle in the air, and the thing didn't go anywhere. But another one showed up. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness! Sure. that's crazy. Yeah, it's best that you just kind of like put your gun away and just back up <laughs> slow. <laughs> it's like, yeah, nope. I'd See be if you more can take curious. a picture. 
like yeah. I kind of feel like you can already tell by how we're talking how humans and Bigfoot are going to interact most of the time with each other. Right. And I feel like it would be really cool to observe a Bigfoot in their natural habitat with the other animals that are around. All right. And take a picture that's not blurry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I've, ta- I've talked to people who like, man, dude, I had a camera in my hand when I saw this thing and I, the last thing I thought about was taking a picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're like, ah! you probably have a, yeah, yeah. You probably over a mountain. Uh, you just have this abundance feeling of, you know, just being scared shitless. You ain't, I was I too know. busy peeing in my pants. To yeah. <laughs> and I've talked to people who told me they flat out pissed their pants, you know. Man. I, sure have I can imagine. I, mean, I can imagine, honestly. Oh. You know, like, like, like when we when we do our investigations, we're dealing with spirit activity, and so I ain't, I ain't so afraid of that kind of stuff. But you know, some of the can physically probably toss me in a tree. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hey, a spirit can know. do that too. I mean, it could, I guess, but uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not scared of that kind of thing. That's interesting. But it hasn't happened. I would, <laughs> yeah, it, it hasn't happened. You're right. Yep. I'm more willing. I'm more willing to do that though, rather than go face to face with a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like facing a bear at that point, you know, it's like a grizzly bear. You know, it, it's oh all, yeah, all over. People say, oh, yeah. Fall, fall up in the fetal position for what? You know? <laughs> yeah, for what? Yeah. yeah. Don't get in fetal well, position. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It might just think you know you're like a baby. <laughs> it might I don't know. Might try to take you in for its tribe or something. I just hope he's one of the the hearing the Henderson Bigfoots and not one of the big I'm gonna eat you Bigfoots. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Stuff like that happening, you know, where Bigfoot like takes care of people who are hurt or you know, lost or. I've heard some too. Yeah. Or, or like kids who've gotten lost, you know, they took them back to you know around other people, you know. Yeah, I've heard stories like that, you know. Part of the missing 411, there's a few incidents where, you know, kids got lost and they say they were with a, a bear that, that fed on berries or, you know, whatever. Uh, the oh, one that ate my hat, you know, yeah, stuff like that. You know, they run it right on back to their house or their, somebody's property, you know. You know I, I think they take care of people. You know. Like I said, I think there's nice ones in there. Not so nice ones, just like anything else. Just like gorillas or bears yeah. or coyotes or... Mountain, well, no mountain lions will think that they would eat you no matter what. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it'd definitely be interesting. I want to I wanna for sure see one. I just don't want to be right next to it. You just don't want to be a, a snack. Right. <laughs> exactly. I want to be able to get some good pictures. It's not fuzzy. It's like he has a it's like he has a detection. Like he knows when people's taking his picture. Oh, fuzzy time. <laughs> you know. Turns it on and off. I don't know. Yeah, but I think, I they, mean, you know, you, you know I, I think if they can detect anything. I think they can detect what, what a person has, you know, as far as like their intention. You know? Yeah. You know, you know, just like animals can. You know, animals uh, can detect, you know, who's a good person and who's not. You know, you've been around you know, dogs, horses, whatever. Right. Even like the meanest animal, if you're a good person, they'll let you come up to it. You know, you eventually, you know, you know, interact with it to some degree. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I still think uh, to me the best evidence out there is, is the Patterson film, uh, since especially since they like uh, they touched it up and you can actually see the detail in it now. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy, pretty crazy film. You know? one, of my, one of my cherished objects here. Oh, Bob Gimlin. For the oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, and my astro hat. <laughs> That's cool. cool. He's a cool dude. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Hmm. I met him in Huntsville, Huntsville, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. At a Bigfoot conference, of course. I was going to ask if it was a conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I wear that hat, people are like, "Hey, man, who's the, uh, who signed your hat?" It's like Bob Gimlin. And people are like, 
superheroes pop you. A Bigfoot conference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of some of the most famous film of all time of anything, you know? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's really the, one of the most picked apart films for sure. So what do you guys have going on? You guys have any conferences coming up? Any investigations coming up? You want to talk about that people know about? Um, yeah, we're yeah we we got a we got a really busy time coming up for us. We got different uh, different uh, paracons. Yeah, different different mini cons we're going to be at. Uh, uh, we got a good event in, in in November. I mean, we're all booked up until. End of the year, really. But uh, you know, so we'll be uh, we'll be August, I mean, September, and October, and November. Yeah, yeah, and we've gotten a little break beforehand, so um, you know, we've got some stuff come up with like some, you know, uh, some well-known people will be there, and some that's just kind of starting out. So it'll be a it'll be a fun time. Do you guys have a YouTube channel or a Facebook page that people can find you guys at? Yes. Facebook. Yeah, you want to talk about the, the Spectral Sailor stuff? Yeah, the Facebook page, you can either look up on the Not Terror Collective page. There's two different ones, business and public page for Not Terror Collective. And then for Spectral Sailor, there's a public page. Or you can look on YouTube under the Spectral Sailor. And it has um, some of the live investigations we've done some of the like um special you know probably the best things are like little nuggets of better moments probably or things that have happened on live investigations on our on the youtube for the spectral sailor and um every show that we've done from the beginning of the spectral sailor every interview is on there too do you guys have any advice to people who might want to get involved in this field, whether it be paranormal, UFO, cryptid stuff? Do you have any advice for them? Yeah. Um, be completely open-minded. Uh, be a believer and a skeptic. Both. <laughs> because you can't be completely one or completely the other and get all the answers, I don't think. That's my opinion. And um, just go and experience it with as many different people as you can. Don't take what one person says as the complete truth because there's not an expert anywhere in this field. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of going to say the same thing. Um, you know, don't listen to people telling you you're, you're doing something wrong or, or whatever, because there is no right or wrong way. Um, you, you develop your own style and you, you do it the way you want. And then, uh, you know, it, you'll, you'll, uh, you know, you, you'll lean into it more uh, however you want to as you go. But, um, you know, just do it for, uh, you know, do it for the right reasons and, and have, have fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Just have, have fun. Um, there, unfortunately, there's a bunch of uh, jealousy and, and and that kind of thing in this field and people trying to close the doors on you and then. Yeah, um, just don't let them do that. If you're really passionate about it, just still go on and blaze your path. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you got to take care of right. yeah. Have fun. Do your own thing. Don't let anybody bring you down. You love it, man. Do it. You know, uh, yeah, just enjoy it. You know, that's uh, we're here for a short time, so don't let anybody else bring you down. Yeah, exactly. And it's okay to disagree with other people without people getting mad. Yeah. Yes. Who knows who's right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I could be full of shit for all I know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know that's what we're de- like. I said, that's why we do this, man. To find answers. You know. Sure. Well, cool yeah. beans, guys, man. I'm glad you guys came on the show. Thanks a lot, man. It was cool chatting with you guys, and uh, it just an hour went by fast. Like I said, we just started. I don't even know what we talked about. We just talked, right? <laughs> right. That's the best thing, man. Just everything. BSing. Yeah. Thank you, Sandra. Yeah. yeah. Means guys, uh, yeah, you guys have a great night. Like, thanks for joining. You guys have anything you want to share, man? Tag me in it. I'll share it. If you're not members of the Beyond the Woodline page, you know, join and post whatever you guys want, you know, and let people know what you're doing. And you know, you got my blessing to do that. Thank you. Cool, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. We appreciate it.
Nubians, guys. Well, you guys have a great night, and guys in the chat room, you guys have a great night as well. True. Thank you. Yeah. Everybody. Good night.